Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It is hard to believe that it's been 22 years as of this day that the great Walter Payton passed away. We're going to have Jared Payton coming up on the show in a couple of minutes here uh, to celebrate Walter and, of course, to also talk about the fading. Now have lost three in a row Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy saying the Bears need a one-game winning streak to turn things around with the Pittsburgh Steelers next Monday night. Couple things. Number one, for sweetness, I was one of those kids, if you're around my age range, somewhere in your 40s, you probably did the same thing that I did, which was leap over a couch and scream Peyton over the top and crash into things and have the time of your life before a Bears football game and or midweek after school for a little, let's be home and be happy we're not in science class anymore. Uh, So sweetness was just first class, on the field, off the field, all of it, and uh, it's always a treat for me to get to talk to Jared. So looking forward to that in a couple of seconds here. As for the Bears, I'm just looking at this like there is no surprise. The Bears are 3-5. and They've lost three in a row. They're losing to football teams that are better than them. The offensive line looks terrible. The defense is old. And how in the world were they leading the NFL in sacks? Incredible that that was happening. But have not gotten to the quarterback in the last two weeks and setting all sorts of records for not hitting the quarterback, creating a turnover, giving up over 400 yards. That's happened four times since 1940, according to our buddy Kevin Fishbane over at The Athletic. I mean, historically bad yesterday, but not surprising. So what do you do? Trade deadline tomorrow? I don't expect anything to happen. Protecting Justin Fields should be the only goal the rest of the year. And Matt Nagy uh, and JP and I are going to talk about this. It's really your only pathway forward here. Somehow, way, you've got to get the quarterback going in a positive direction so you can submit that to management say, hey, look, 
Look what I'm doing with Fields. Get Justin Fields by the end of the year saying things like, that's my head coach. He wouldn't say that now. I don't think in front of a microphone or behind closed doors. Maybe in front of a microphone, but I doubt it. I mean, he basically said yesterday that, yeah, Matt Nagy not coaching, that really has nothing to do with me. I don't really talk to the head coach that much on game day. Um, that ain't great. A lot of head coaches, they've got a lot of conversations with their quarterback, even on game day. Uh, so that is the work. That is the only chance I can see for Nagy uh, going forward because the Bears are going to lose a lot of football games. A lot. Uh, and they got the Steelers coming up and then the Ravens. What happens if you lose back-to-back and then you got the Lions on Thanksgiving Day? What happens if the Lions are winless? What happens if you lose that game? I don't see a way that you re- re- recover from that. If you're a Matt Nagy. But all right, let's get into it here. Niners 33, Bears 22. JP, Jared Payton, right now on the Windy City Podcast. Showtime. chase a score and he just makes a play out of nothing first of all great to see you and uh i saw the tweet this morning 22 years since your dad passed away that's crazy right 22 yeah, years it's um Carm, it's it's crazy to think about um because every time that you know halloween comes back around i remember you know being in miami a couple days before i flew back home to chicago and i was home like four days before Halloween. And, you know, I went to go see my dad at the hospital. I was there. And then a couple of days later, he's like, I want to go home. And I remember being out on that night of Halloween with some of my friends that were still in the area. And man, it just, it just, it brings me back to that moment and that day and the day before. And now it's changed a little bit because I got kids. So I, you know, Halloween's always been this, this one of those, I don't know. It's just one of those days for me that I'm like, I'm not wanna, I don't want to dress up, but my kids like to dress up. And then today hits and it's, uh, it brings it back full circle. And it's just about how much he's missed, man. All the Bears fans and fans of him and helping keeping his legacy alive, man. It's, it's amazing, man. It's like he's still here, but he's not here. Well, right. And it's, it's your dad. I mean, it's sweet for all the Bears fans and all that, but, but that's your pops. You only get, you only get one of those. How old were you at the time? I was 19 when he passed, right? Okay. So um, probably at the, that, that crucial moment in my life in Miami, you know, freshman, I was redshirted at first, then they stripped my red shirt. And like, I didn't really even know. And a lot of people Carm, don't know this. So it's funny, I'm telling you this. I didn't really know what I was doing when I got to Miami, right? Like I played two years of high school football as a quarterback, which was like a boot out. And I had the option to throw or to run the ball if I didn't see anything. I didn't have any, like, checks at the line. I played running back for a full game one time at Gately Stadium one time and basically never had to pick up a blitz or anything like that. Just basically ran the ball, like, almost 30 sometimes, right? I get to Miami, and they're like, you got to pick up blitzes, all this other stuff. I had no clue what I was doing. So 
to not have my dad's voice and to be there to like mentor me. Cause that was a big reason why I started playing football was yeah. Not only do I want to play and I'm curious to playing, I got the goat right here in my back pocket. And he's going to be able to tell me what I need to do. If I do that, I know I could be successful. And I lost that in my freshman year. So that was, that was a big blow for me. And, and being 19, you know, as a kid, I was just kind of finding myself and I was doing it down on South beach, not like at a big 10 school. So. Yeah. And you've got that name on the back of your Jersey. So people are expecting big things and just throwing everything you just said, like, I'm not sure I'm ready for this. Of course, then you ended up being the MVP of the damn orange bowl. So you <laughs> which I learned in the middle of our radio shows, like what over the MVP. I'll never forget that moment in my entire life, like sitting in WG radio and we're sitting there having a conversation on there. And you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. What you're, you went to the Google machine. You're like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was, I balled out a little bit. I mean, that was a straight blind spot for him. Like, wait, I don't, I don't know how I don't know this, but I don't, and I got to own it. And there it was. And I'm watching you. I mean, running, I dude, that, people should go check those highlights out as fast as any running back running around that I've seen. I mean, you were, you were flying that day. I was flying, man. It was one, one of those moments of the, the culmination of everything that I went through uh, that whole, my whole entire five years while I was at Miami, like with, you know, Frank Gore, Willis McGahee, Clinton Portis and I came in together. So it was like, it was never ending. And there was opportunities for me to leave and go somewhere else. But I just really was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick it out here and I'm going to fight and I'm going to figure out how to, you know, leave my mark and leave my stamp here. And yeah, there's a lot of great running backs that have come through. But if you look at when I started, took over at the West Virginia game, which was like six games into the season. I almost finished with a thousand yards. I was really, really close. I was like 20 some yards short of a thousand. And so, you know, for people that were always talking about me, to me, that was it. I left my mark, not just there, but also in the two Florida State games that I played. My first start in Doe Campbell, and then the last one, which was the Orange Bowl and the MVP. So in our fandom of the U, that game is so big. So if you leave your mark in that game, man, that, that's a part of your legacy. And so I, I have a legacy of beating Florida State twice in one year. Let's go uh, negative into a positive, too. I think there's probably some part of you that wanted to play more. But since you kind of just peaked at the end, you didn't have to take the beating on your body on that side of it, too. That is, that is true. It, it's true. But, you know, if I would have went somewhere else, like, Wisconsin and or one of these other Big Ten schools I probably would have had a chance to carry the ball a lot more who knows if I would stay healthy but I'll be honest with you just to have the opportunity to play in college to have a chance to play in the NFL I got and the, what I learned from guys Mark like <laughs> I can't ch I would never change where I was because of the relationships that I had with Ed Reed Brian McKinney Vernon Carey uh Let's go. You can go down the name Jeremy Shockey, like all these dudes. Sean Taylor and I, my last year, his locker was right across from mine, and we weren't the best of friends. But you know, anytime you're in a locker room and you're by someone, your locker is by someone, you get to know someone because you're by your locker a lot. So I got a chance to really like get to know him a little bit more. And dude, he is he he was amazing and i learned from all those guys i learned how to work like i work now from those guys back in miami so i would never change and go somewhere else because of 
the life lessons that I learned from most of those guys. You named one dude in there who I just talked to, who I want to be on the next Chicago Bears coaching staff, if not the damn head coach, but make him the def- defensive coordinator. Ed Reed is a is just a stud of a human being. I mean, really, he is, dude. He's <laughs> he's he's. I mean, he's one of the goats, man. Like what Ed, he the way that he prepared, I think, to me was was what set him apart. And he watched film all the time. And there's that story when back, back in the day where he, uh, we went to his crib and uh, right before we went out to, on the beach and it was like, it was Bayside. He had like a nice patio, marble floors everywhere. And then he had this huge big screen TV with like DVDs on the side and like you turn on the TV and it's like all static. And I'm like, yo, you, you just got paid, bro. Like you ain't got cable. Like what's going on here? <laughs> Dude, he had a DVD player and the DVDs, and he said, "Nah, I just watch film, man." And he, it, it was cutups of like Brady and Manning and like by downs, so he could see. So if he studied enough that he could get their tendencies on those downs to know, okay, now let my athleticism take over and I'm going to go make a play. And it's the reason why he was so successful, man. He, he studied so much that he just let his body take over and go do what he did. It's a great reminder to all you youngsters out there as I channel my inner Steve Stone. You don't get to be a Hall of Famer watching uh, Coming to America for the zillionth time. You, yeah. these, these dudes work. They're, they're super talented, but I don't know if you if you watch any of the Cope Kobe videos out there like yeah but that's this is the deal though Mark this is the deal these kids now like my son great athlete uh could could whatever he really wants if he wants to hone in on it he could he could do does he have a chance I think he's a good enough athlete to play something at I know at the college level now does it go after that who knows that's up to him but the I watch him and they have all these distractions, way more distractions than we had. Like all these kids want to do is play video games. They want to play Fortnite and they want to be on. And I'm like, yo, you can do that. You just, you got to put the work in too. And so it's really, I, I don't know if these kids, these younger generation understand the hard work that it takes to be able to be great, which my dad was trying to pour into me as a high schooler, didn't understand because I was the best in my neighborhood, in my area, right? It, I was the best. So I was doing what I needed to do. I didn't, no one was really challenging me. But when you go to a place like Miami and everybody else is top shelf, you start to see, holy cow, these dudes work and they're trying to grind and everybody's grind is different. I was grinding just because I love playing the game. These guys love playing the game, but they were also had other situations too, like their family situation, getting their moms out of, you know, or dad out of here and there and trying to put them into a better life. Their grind was totally different than, than mine. And so that's what you, you can't ever predict how hard somebody else is going to work because you don't know their circumstances. And that's uh, awesome. When you're around great people, it, it's, it can only benefit you, right? Yes. Lift, lift you up. Uh, all right. Speaking of that, let, let's, let's, let's tackle, I'm going to call them your football team right now. Uh, so here, like I'm, I'm going to write something today, JP, and it's going to be basically, this is not a surprise. No. At all. Like no. three and five right now. If you told me what, what would their record be after eight games? I don't know. I'd say three and five, maybe at best four and four, two and six. I wouldn't rule it out. And 
We got to see Justin Fields ball out yesterday, which was sweet. Yes. We've got to see Khalil Herbert have a nice start to the season. Ryan Payson hitting on another late round draft pick, but we've got a defense that's old. We have a weird thing going on with Allen Robinson. I'm not exactly sure why that connection hasn't clicked with Justin. And we've got a terrible offensive line. We've got a trade deadline tomorrow. I don't expect them to do anything, but they got to do something. They have to. You, okay. You, you have to do something. And it's not, um, it's, Pretty much Justin is the only thing that's on the, on the table that stays. Everything else you should be open to having conversations about. And I think that's where you, if you're really serious, because I think I'm like you, none of this is surprising to me. This is what I thought. I didn't, I looked at this team and, and knowing Matt Nagy, and this is just not a knock on him, but just the numbers speak for themselves when it comes to their offensive efficiency and how they've, they've, they've gone about this offense throughout his time since he's been head coach. And I didn't know that was one of the biggest question marks. And then you're putting all of this pressure on a defense that is getting older to hold up for an entire season. And that's just not going to happen. So offensively, they've always had their issues. To me, it, it has to be broken down in the scheme and what they do. You watch a lot of these routes. They're, they're trying to, in this offense, it's like curl here, curl there. Let's get the ball possession here and there. They're not, they, there's no shots. Now you've got a quarterback that has an arm that can take some shots down the field. Like you're trying to get eight yards and then have them take it for yak yards. Like, yo, in this league now, every game we're seeing dudes hit 30 yard bombs explosive plays like every you turn on the tv you watch other teams mark right you go holy cow they just hit like a 40 yard bomb like holy cow you just took it the distance you don't see that here and so i feel like you gotta change up and it doesn't surprise me because even with the skill set of justin fields from when he got a chance to start in that cleveland game to to where we are now we're just starting to see them use him correctly or the way that we all thought he should be used like moving outside the pocket getting up field when he needs to uh, not enough rpos still because that's a part of his skill set too like you're not using it we saw it yesterday where here and then the ability to get to the outside that and crashes and he's going oh let's go let's get some yards use that right now use that to to his advantage and to this team's advantage but we haven't really seen it. It took Matt Nagy being out in COVID protocol for us to kind of see the change of an offense and actually see Justin Fields look like he was comfortable with the shackles cut off of him. Like, yo, stop holding me back. Like, let me do what I do. And he made some throws yesterday, Mark, that were some Aaron Rodgers type. That The, the, the Jesse James touchdown, rolling to his left, throwing here. Like, that's not easy. And, and where the placement of the ball was, like, it's just not easy. This kid has freakish abilities. He, he needs to be coached right. And he needs a surrounding cast. That's why I say nothing is off the table. You need to find a way to put him in the best situation to be successful. And that means offensive line has to be a priority. Ryan Pace, that has not been his priority since he's been here as GM. It hasn't. You, you're trying to piece it together with some glue here and there. That, that's not how you do it. You don't win in the NFL unless you are dominating on both sides of the ball. And that's what we've seen. This young man 
Justin Fields has been sacked way too many times. They got to sure up this offensive line. And if they can do that, by that time, you're going to have to start looking at what you're going to do on the defensive side of the ball too, because defense ain't getting any younger. I'd buy in on, okay, you, you want to add on to the offensive line right now and maybe even give up more draft capital to do it. I'd get it because you're, oh. you're you wouldn't do oh. that. Not now. No, I just, I need more picks. Okay. So you need to take some, take some of these guys that are valuable and see if you see, just be, uh, be open. Like, yo, what do you, what will you give give us for this guy? Like there's certain guys that I've been hearing, you know, talk about, I don't know. I mean, Allen Robinson's names came up. I've seen, you know, I love David Montgomery. His names come up. He's coming off of, I personally, I love David Montgomery. That's my guy. I, I love him. But then you, then you, you injuries happen. And then you see at that running back position, Khalil Herbert step up. Right. And you're like, Holy cow. Like you don't need, and con- his contract's coming up. So he's, he, Montgomery's going to want to get paid and rightfully so man he was on a stretch mark where he was he was top five in the league in rushing before that injury and like yo like but then we know with that position you can go and get value other places find guys that fit your system and no one wants to pay running backs anymore so I'm just saying right now this season to me is a lost cause there you're not getting you you're, even if you get to the playoffs, you're not making any noise. It's going to be it's basically the, the same thing for the last two years. Don't worry about that. Right now, the main focus, and I tweeted this yesterday, is Justin Fields and his development. To me, that's bigger than winning games right now. Because that you lost the game yesterday, but you won with Justin Fields playing better. And if he keeps getting better and you start seeing those flashes, he keeps getting better as a player – then, then you know you're in, you're in a good space, and you got to start surrounding him with, with more talent. It's also a super tough spot right now for Pace and Nagy, mainly Pace, because your record at the end of the year is going to be judged on. You know, it's 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 they're. I don't think they're secure. I'm not as they're definitely gone as many other people are. So. No. Do you are you comfortable enough in in Pace's seat right now that okay listen I will punt this year for the future and load up like you you could trade Jalen Johnson probably get I don't know second third rounder would you do that No that's another thing though they see that's the hard part your value is in some of these younger players right that you want, that, you, that you're still okay and it's hard Akeem I, Hicks I, I like Jalen Johnson What's Akeem Hicks worth right now on on one leg I, I, nothing yeah. right I don't know I mean that's and that's a, a reason why and I love Akeem too I think he is he's and that's the heart of him of Akeem is what you want inside of your locker room like you want a dude that's hurting that can play but those injuries keep occurring reoccurring over and over again and that's the hard part is you get older you just can't I don't I don't know what you get for a guy like that but you you need as many draft picks as possible and does he punt and say oh this season is a waste <sighs> only if ryan pace and matt Nagy know something that we don't know and 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 let's go back to that because let's go back to last year's ending of the year press conference right there was no talk about that there was no talk george and ted didn't say anything about they didn't even really want to talk about the contracts 
were both guys, right? Remember, I don't know if you remember that. They didn't like want to talk. They, they everybody was asking questions. No one's saying anything. So for me, I don't. I know that they like both of these guys. Um, my biggest question is, when it comes to your head coach, the question that I think the McCaskies have to ask themselves is: Is this guy the right guy to get the best out of what we? hopefully see it by the end of the year, like our, our, a franchise quarterback and a special talent. Because so, if he's not, it, it's not worth it. You just can't keep going because right now, if Justin is going to be the guy and I believe in my heart, he is the dude. Then you got to do whatever you can to be able to make sure that he's comfortable and he has what he needs. Because we know the quarterback position is the most valuable position in almost all of sports, especially in this game of football. If you don't have one, you're searching for one, Mark. If you, if you don't have one, you're searching for one. And if you got one, then you got to take care of it. That's why I don't understand what's going on in Green Bay. Like, I don't get that. I didn't get the whole <laughs> issue. The issue shouldn't be like, well, I'm the GM. I'm the, dude, no, you don't. This, you got 12. You surround 12 with what he wants. And guess what? More than likely, it's going to come out on, on the good side. And that's why the other night when Randall Cobb had those two touchdowns, I was like, see, there you go right there. Tom Brady in Tampa. Like, yo, this, these are the dudes I want. Let's make it happen. Now, Justin's not anywhere close to being there. But when you have a guy that's special and you got special talent, you got to make him feel comfortable because that's the dude who's going to help you win a Super Bowl. The Brady thing is just amazing to me. You didn't want to give him a contract until he was 45 years old, New England. Dude, I would have signed him until he was 50. How long you want to play? 62? I'm in. You don't let that guy walk out of the building. I, I couldn't, I could not listen to, and I, well, I did listen and I still do, but Belichick and Brady. No, 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 no. It's the quarterback, man. Look, look what's happened with Bill now. And that doesn't make him a bad coach, but that's the dude you had the goat you let him go to tampa you know that he's uh i don't know how many touchdown passes he had yesterday but he had 59 going into last week which would put him seventh all time in bears history ahead of jim harbaugh and i think behind eric kramer seventh all time he's been there a year and a half <laughs> that's so sad that no, is so how many i mean how many did 34 have i probably had at least like i want to say like seven no i think he had nine maybe if okay. okay yeah so i'm just I, I'm thinking about how things have to change. And I know like Bears fans are very, man, they're going, a lot of them are going crazy right now. Um, and they, they should mentally, cause it's hard. It is really hard when you love this team. Like I know I love them and watch them and cover them. It, it is hard because you want to see them better than what they are. And it has to me, it has nothing to do with guys not trying. The guys inside the locker room are trying, man. They're, they're trying. It's just certain things, if it's not right, if there's not a right vibe, then you, you got to figure out something else. And I, I don't know if that's the case because I'm not inside the locker room, but I knew that this stretch right here, this part of the season, starting from the Green Bay game, well, I would say more of, yeah, it was more of the Green Bay game. I knew that Cleveland was coming, was coming up, but the Green Bay game and moving forward, I was like, yo, this is either, it's going to be a good thing it was going to be a really bad thing. Like this thing could spiral out of control. And now they're on three game losing streak. They're going up against next a Steelers team. That's one, three in a row. They're fig They've started to figure it out a little bit. So 
could this thing start getting bad? And if it does, what do you do? We all see it. And I don't know. To, to me, the breaking point could come on Thanksgiving. I don't, they don't do that over there. But if you lose to the Steelers, you go into the bot, you lose to the Ravens, very possible. You're not going to be favored. And then if you go up against winless Detroit, if they're still there on Thanksgiving, and you dump one to the Lions, I don't think there's anything coming. You're not coming back from that. At, le- well, at least the head coach isn't. Let's be honest, though, about the Lions, though. I, I know it's been tough sledding for them, but competitive can they got he got them playing football though that's the thing like it might not be working right now but there's something that's going on that 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 could be a possibility when we get to that point and that's to me that's the scary point but i i don't think anything's going to happen until after the season but who knows it's still a big question mark well let let me ask you this and jp really appreciate the time you're busy man i know you got to get to do some business here but let let your last one because because i you know i I do the post with hamp and ob both of them say the same thing that you're saying yeah uh and i like hearing you say it too because i hear those guys all the time i'm I'm just one okay so another person saying the same thing which is you know put put the ball downfield uh and, and you're putting a lot on the coaches like i don't think that matt Nagy doesn't understand that like throwing a bomb is a good thing well, so I don't understand what it like. I, you I don't understand, but hold on, Carm. I don't understand either, but there are simple things. And there's, as a former player, especially on the offensive side of the ball, there are, there's two games. It, it, it was the, it was the Browns game and the Bucks game that really things, I didn't sit right. And after the Browns game, I tweeted, I said, I said that Matt Nagy failed Justin Fields and like, like the tweet went crazy, like (laughs) 10,000 likes and like, you know, it went crazy, but it was how I felt that morning listening to the national broadcast of like ESPN, all these other talking about my favorite team. And I started to think about it where the first half you're getting you, your offensive line is not straight. Your offensive line is not straight and you're giving up sacks and your quarterback is 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 you're, getting hit i'm getting dinged over here i like it you're uh, good it the, adds in the uh you got to make adjustments at halftime and like as a running back when we would go up against uh indy you know and you you knew that you had to come down and you had to help chip that the either one of the the tackles to help out like you had to come out and that was like the main focus all week your routes are going to be in the flat swing check down but your main priority if you see any color of that whoever's rushing on that you help get that shoulder in and then you get into your route that's one of the things that we always did and we that was a main focus they came out in the second half of both games I never saw any running back helping on the edges. Like, that's simple stuff to me. That's simple stuff. It's like, yo, we're getting killed here. Let's, yo, Khalil, I need you. I need you. We're going to, you're going to, this, we're going to change it up. You're going to run swings, flats. I need you to help out both uh, of the tackles. Didn't see that. So, where's that adjustment at? That's common knowledge in the game of football. Why aren't you doing that? but you're going to let your rookie quarterback get killed. The dude who's a franchise of your, he's, he's the quarterback of your franchise. He, he's the dude. Come on, man. Like 
I do question sometimes, like, what do you know? What don't you know? Like, who? and I'm, I also have to question the coaches that are coming down at halftime who, if they don't know that these are easy help fixes, they, they're not going to fix everything, but it, it will definitely help out. Why aren't we seeing that? So I don't know, man. Yeah, you're talking about throwing the ball down the field. There's certain little fixes that I haven't seen in those two games against good pass rushes that make me question. So, um, I, that I, okay, I don't know. okay, I can hear it. I can hear it, and I would just I would rewind back to why would we think that they would get it right? You hired a first-time GM who hired a first-time head coach, uh, and granted, they had hired- opportunities, but he's had opportunities, and it's hard. Because I don't want to sound like I'm always like going off on Matt Nagy, but it's this goes back to Mitch. Yeah, the Mitch, the Mitch situation. Like, I don't, I don't think it's not all on Mitch. I've always said that, uh, but I think it's fifty-fifty of like coaching and 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 Mitch. But I don't think Mitch was always put in the right situation to be successful. So how? That's what makes me worry about long-term with Justin Fields. Right. And then I think we can all agree, okay, fine. Mitchell Trubisky wasn't going to be a Hall of Fame player. But if no. he was coached better, I think he, he could have been. He could have been, been better. He sh- he, 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 we saw moments in time, a lot of them actually, where, yes. he was, where he was pretty good. Yeah. Certainly competent. But guess what? Dropping back, you know, as many times and being in the pocket, seven-step drop, that just wasn't his thing. He wasn't there to – to break down all that, like move outside the pocket, help out. Because once you do that, now you're cutting off half of the field, Carm. And it, it makes it a little bit easier to make decisions of where you want to go with the ball. But also what made him special was his feet. He had, he, he was good. He could run with the ball. Now, I don't know. There could be something there. So there's always like, okay, I see this side. We knew like so shoulder stuff was an issue for him. So was that part of the reason why they didn't run him? And, you know, this, I, I don't know, but I'm just saying, I don't feel like they utilized him the way they probably should have. And I don't think we get, I don't think we got the best out of Mitchell Trubisky. So um, Matt Nagy has an opportunity now. He's got the guy that he wanted. This is your opportunity to change, change the course of history. You know, whatever happened before it's gone. Can you do it now? And that's the question that Bears fans, I think, have to ask. JP, I miss you. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Man, as always, Carm, I appreciate you, bro. Back at you, dude. <laughs> it's great to see you. Great stuff, as always. Uh, and for those who are just listening, I get to see JP in the background. I got I got 34 pulling down. Whose pants is he pulling down on uh, over your right shoulder? And you got the Super Bowl that, trophy, that's too. Sweet, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. You don't see you don't see many of these, Tom. <laughs> we you see don't none, see many of these. We see none of those. <laughs> I'm do my curls with this thing, man. How, mu- right. ah. how, how much does that weigh, roughly? I, I don't know. It's got to be at least like twenty. Oh wow, about twenty pounds, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you're mo- you're you're moving it around like it's three pounds. So that's yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how we do. Though. You know yeah, yeah. I know. Do, I know. All right. We'll see you on WGN TV. Keep you, crushing bro. it. And, uh, yeah, talk to you soon, JP. All right, man. Take care. Get to Hooper. And here comes the rookie with a big game. Down the sideline inside the 30. 22 
Virginia Tech. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. Kicking game has been key today. And Santos missed it. A rare miscue from Cairo Santos. That goes back to uh, what we talked about internally for the whole week is whatever I can do for, for the, the best thing for, for the Bears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.